Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Sacred Emergence. It's Michelle Wong here, and I have a solo episode for you today. And I wanted to spend some time talking about what I've been working on over the past few weeks, months. And when I, as you know, as we're closing in towards the end of 2020. Um, I've been reflecting back more on this year and I wanted to share kind of my perspective on just my own personal life and also what I've been doing in terms of inner leadership. And um, hopefully this will help empower you and motivate you to look at the areas in your life where this could be helpful. And so um, you know, when I look at 2020, it's so it's crazy that we're already towards the end of 2020. We have less than two months to go at the time of this recording. And I look back at my 2020 and I see it as two halves. And uh, I'm going to be completely transparent. <clears throat> the first half of 2020, you know, despite COVID and all the things, it was pretty magical. You know, I was in a relationship, uh, my knee was getting a lot better, and just like things are going on this uphill. And then there was the breakup. And after the breakup, there was like healing work. And so much came um, around that time in May where I, you know, two months prior to that, I jumped into working with one of my business mentors. And then I signed up with um, my direct uh, business coach slash mentor towards the end of May. And, you know, there was a potential opportunity with a corporate job that was 100% remote that I thought, well, maybe it might work out. And so a lot of things were, were starting to really shift uh, in May. So things were ready to be released. And at the same time, there's a lot of uh, inner work that was required. And I sense like for me in 2020, there were two halves. The first half was like, kind of like, this is a set of work for what's going to happen for the next half of 2020. And I have to say that this has been a very profound year for me of massive shifts, um, lots of growth and a lot of inner work. And I don't think if the breakup didn't happen, the inner work wouldn't have been as strong. And I really wanted to talk about our emotions and our emotional mastery because a lot of times things happen in our life to really activate us so that we could do something about it. And um, I have to give credit to my uh, mentor, Jana Kingsford, uh, who actually, like, she uses the word activate instead of trigger because when something activates us, it's almost like something gets turned on inside of us. Like, I see it as, like, like I don't know, my cells get turned on like a light switch and then I get to... Uh, choose to do something about it. And so it has allowed me with what's activating me um, to, you know, peel back the layers and take a deeper look. And so one of the thing is personal responsibility and emotional mastery. And um, I, you know, looking at 
um, just how I operate and how I am in the world. And I think this is true for all of us. You know, when I, when I look at my day-to-day, my actions, I don't actually see myself from a third-party perspective, right? Like we, we can't really see ourselves in that way. And, you know, in human design, you know, I work with human design, there's the unconscious and then there's the conscious, right? And this is even outside of human design. Like we have our conscious self and then our unconscious self. And we cannot see our unconscious self, right? But other people have the potential to see that if they're, you know, watching us or close with us, they can probably see parts of ourselves that we can't see. And usually, you know, it's both the strengths that we don't see about ourselves and also the the weaknesses. And um, it's been this past relationship ending that it was actually a really great opportunity for me to look at where in my life um, do I, like, am where in my life am I not leading myself? Um, And my work is really around inner leadership, you know, courage, confidence, um, growth. And the leadership piece is really, really important. And this is where the the personal responsibility comes in. And I also work with um, my mentor, Melanie Ann Layer, in her in her Alpha Femme experience. So I'm in one of her one-year containers. And she talks a lot about, um, you know, you lead the energy, uh, the universe follows, right? So you lead first. You got to lead yourself first. And this also comes with who we are in the world, right? How we want things to happen in our life is directly related to our actions and how we show up. And so she, you know, Melanie talks a lot about... um, emotional mastery and when I was learning when she started talking about emotional mastery and looking at my past relationships and my past patterns I was like oh my goodness like this is one of the areas that I actually need to strengthen and so what's what I've been working on over these past few months is strengthening emotional mastery and I honestly feel like this is something that everybody needs to work on uh, emotional mastery right because if we're not careful uh a lot of things can trigger us. And I'll say the word trigger, like it's like, oh, like something just, you know, really irritated me. And then we can look outside of ourselves and blame the other person, or this is that person's fault. They said this, they did that. And a lot of times these are actually mirrors in our lives, on our life and things that we can actually be better at. And I do prefer to use the word activated because when I look at all the ways now, like it's almost like I, I look at my life and my emotions like a magnifying glass. I'm like, okay, this person said something to me in this moment and it act, has activated me. Like I'm a little bit irritated by this person. And um, in the past, depending on that person and the relationship I have with them, I would either just um, fire back, you know, kind of like, how dare you <laughs> say that to me? Or I will kind of shut down my emotion and be hurt by it and trying to stuff it down away, like pretend that, okay, that did bother me and just try to like logically uh, process it and think that's okay. Like maybe she was having a bad day and she didn't mean to say that. Um, And then try to like move on from it. And what I'm learning and just through my inner work and doing you know, all the different layers of peeling back, okay, like how do I clear the things that's actually getting in the way of, um, of blocking me, right? Because like these are all signs, like when the little things 
give you the little like niggle, it's something to look at. And so that's what I've been doing in my you know past few weeks and months of being very intentional of my activators. And it has been really, really powerful because in that process, I've had a lot of breakthroughs. Uh, this is around money. This is around relationship with my mom. You know, this is looking at how I was um, in my past relationships, in my romantic relationships, even relationships with my friends, like all the different areas of, okay, like if something really bothers me, it's actually a really great opportunity for me to look at deeper of like, why, why is this happening? Why am I getting activated? And now I have tools to work with it. And one of the, the two things that I've been, or actually three, um, I talked about breath work. Breath work is so powerful because it really bypasses the brain and logic and goes straight into the body, letting the oxygen get into the crevices of your body, into the, you know, the, the cells and just help it scoop up and even after a really powerful breathwork session you don't have to know exactly what happened but I know for me I feel a lot cleaner and clearer. Um, another tool I use is um, is my coach Jana. Uh, she has her own system called Belief Ethics and uh, I've interviewed Jana in my past episodes so I'll share it in the link but I think we talked about belief ethics. Um, basically, belief ethics is her system of really like pulling out the subconscious and the wiring in our subconscious that we might not be aware of and bring it into the conscious. Um, so that's been really helpful in looking at my own personal money beliefs and my money patterns. And um, also whenever I get activated by something, I, I go into belief ethic work. Um, and then lastly, the one that I've been... Um, I've been using and now I'm getting a certification process through it um, is it's actually interesting because I've used emotional freedom technique EFT uh, through a lot of you know different things um, and I've interviewed Lisa Rigsby who I first really used um, EFT in one of her programs that she taught and I also interviewed Lisa Rigsby on the podcast so I'm happy to share um, share the episode with her on the show notes but I took one of her programs called Soulmate School years ago, and I knew of EFT back then, but the way that she integrated into her program, it felt very helpful. And since then, I've been using it you know, in, in the way that you know, I just, I'll start tapping. Um, you know, EFT is like you tap through the specific meridian points, and it helps to bring, it uh, helps to heal the emotions. Um, and it's been helpful. And then recently, I discovered a different method called the rapid manifestation method. Um, and this is a, it, it uses tapping in a very different way. And it kind of shortcuts the process. And I've been using it lately. And it's been so powerful that I decided to get certified in it. So more to come on that. But like with using these tools and especially combining um, all of these together, but especially for right now for me when I'm using the rapid manifestation method, the RMM, it's been like I can, you know, I'm walking along the street and I'll start tapping, you know. It has been so amazing how much things I'm clearing up. And a lot of it, the things that I'm clearing up are like the emotions that get stuck, right? And when as I'm tapping, like the emotions from childhood that I didn't even know were still there. Um, and like suddenly I'm tapping and I, I start crying <laughs> and it's like such a, it feels like such a little thing, but tears are coming out. And like, I know that things are being released in the process and it could be like, think, like 
situations that come up from childhood or like I get memories of when I was a child and like the things that get buried within us that we bring into our adult life and then we let, we don't know, we unconsciously let the adult, uh, excuse me, the child lead us. And um, this is where really the emotional mastering and doing the inner work comes in. And I, I share this because 2020 has been such a pivotal year, I think for everybody, right? Not just for me. And I believe it is such a great opportunity to look at our fears our activators um, and looking at like this is such a great opportunity to rise right and before we can look at other people before we can look at the external and point fingers it's a great opportunity to look at uh, where in our own lives are we are not are we not conscious of our own habits and patterns that are actually getting in the way of our own dreams of our own desires and starting to look deeper within ourselves first because I really believe that with our relationship our relationship to ourselves is the most important and it's sub it's so subconscious right like sometimes we don't even know the thoughts that we have about ourselves but we project it onto other people and you know I'll just say like for me um you know my relationship with my mom sometimes is very like it's, it's not smooth, right? Sometimes I just have like the mother-daughter relationship. It's sometimes for me, it's like I get so activated by my mom, so activated that it's very hard for me to carry a conversation with her. And it's like the 13-year-old the me just comes out and the moments when I wasn't heard and all the things that just was never really healed or processed. And the more I do this inner work, the more I realize like, oh my goodness, like, I can see my mom in a different light. And when I talk to her on the phone now, it's like something has shifted. And I'm not gonna say it's perfect, but it's shifted me in the way that I show up, that I can hold myself in a different, more mature way as an adult. Um, and so emotional mastery is so important. And especially for us who are empaths and we feel other people's feelings, um, it's really easy to to let all of this condition who we are um, and our emotions really, really guide us if we're not aware of it. And I wanted to talk about really looking at how can we lead ourselves better through our emotions, through emotional mastery? How can we take personal responsibility of where we're going in our lives and what for the results that happen in our lives? And a big part of it is looking um, almost like aggressively at you know what are the things that do irritate me and be willing to have that courage to okay this is going to be uncomfortable I'm going to set aside some time and really look at why did you know that person say that thing why did that bother me and then not try to logicize it I say logicize it's not a real word <laughs> it should be like not try to like go through all the analytical, logical reasons of, okay, this is why, this is why, this is why, but really dig deep, pull up the emotions and heal it. And so those are the areas that, um, for me, that's what I've been doing, you know, looking at, like understanding myself more and humanism has been so powerful because I understand that, oh, you know, my, my, my emotional energy center is undefined. So I absorb other people's emotions. I'm pretty sensitive and so it requires me to be almost like relentless in 
looking at what are the things that have annoyed me and that I've taken personally because I've been sensitive. I'm an empath. Um, and sometimes I can be highly sensitive. And how do I create more resiliency around it? Because I can't just say, oh, I'm so annoyed by this person and it's hard for me to um, take on this person's feelings because I'm an empath and therefore I'm doomed, right? Therefore I'm like a victim to other people's emotions. Like that is not empowering at all. I think what is more empowering is, yeah, knowing that I, it's almost like a superpower where I, I feel things deeply and I like my... I have this personal power and resiliency within me that I am responsible for what happens with my emotions and I can handle it and I can, I can hold space for what's happening and not point fingers at the other person. But if I'm pissed off at someone, um, I'm going to have that mature adult response where I'm going to walk away, step away and process this on my own so I can come back and be level-headed so I could talk to that person, right? Rather than coming through like an emotional spiral because um, when we're in an emotional spiral it's our, our emotions are so high that it's hard to be rational um, and talk in a clear-headed way and and understanding the other person putting ourselves in the other person's shoe gives us way more clarity um, when we've done the inner work the processing um, and having that willingness to do it so that's what I've been doing over the past few weeks, past few months, and it's been really eye-opening for all the breakthroughs that's coming through. And when we have the capacity to do the clearing, the, um, the breakthroughs, things just start to become, I would say, easier, um, more clear that the things that might bother me previously doesn't bother me anymore, and it gives me more space to focus on the things that I desire. You know, um, I, I take things less personally in my business. Um, I have more energy in my business because I'm not weighed down by, you know, the internal emotional tornado that can happen if someone says something that like really pisses me off, but I don't know how to handle it. And so I wanted to share that because I feel like 2020 has been, I believe, an emotional year for a lot of people. Um, you know, and I can list out all the big events that have happened this year, but like I, we've all been affected by it. And it could, we can use this year as a year of growth, of lessons, or we could point fingers and say, I can't wait for this year to be over, which is silly because in January 1st, 2021, it's, it's, you know, time is made up, right? And so it's not any different. We, it's like we created, like time is something we've created. And so it really, you get to say it's different, but you can say that now, right? You don't have to wait for January 1st and you can take advantage of all the things that are happening this year and do the inner work. And so I wanted to share that because this has been something that I've been working on on my own, but not on my own, but behind the scenes and um, like strengthening my own emotions. Um, and what that allows is if I'm having a conversation with somebody who has a different perspective, I can hold myself, I can hold my ground and have space to hear the other side and not feel like I am going to be in defensive mode. And I feel like it is so important this year and to have the resiliency to be able to take care of my own well-being while being able to, to hold a conversation. Um, and if the other person is, you know, 
activated or emotional, um, I am strong enough to not necessarily uh, jump down that bandwagon. You know, I can I can hold my power and be calm because I've done the work, and um, I could see it's also a reflection of oh, in the past I would have been um, annoyed and maybe gotten a hot steamy conversation or a very like. Um, heated conversation, I should say, and um, not steamy, <laughs> heated. Um, and now it's like I have a bigger perspective. And it doesn't mean I'm better than you and not like that, but having the ability to see, okay, like I've done the work and, um, and I have empathy for the other person um, and I still have my personal powers so that I'm not going to go down this path of arguing. You know, this is, and it, it could be so many different topics this year. And so I wanted to share that. And um, if you want to learn more about the rapid manifestation method that I talked about with the tapping, um, feel free to DM me over Instagram at michellewong.xo. And if this resonated with you, this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to share it. Uh, you can always do a little screen capture or however you want to share it, um, Insta stories, Facebook stories, whatever is best, um, and tag me so I can see it and send it some love and reshare it. So thank you so much. Have an amazing day, morning, night, wherever you're at, and I'll see you soon. Cheers. Join our free private Facebook group community, Sacred Emergence, to receive more connection, guidance, and support. And take part in our five-day inner confidence challenge to not only boost your confidence, but to help activate your inner leadership. Details in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.